Welcome to Utah Famous, a podcast about the people, places, and history that make Utah so unexpectedly awesome. I'm Sarah. I'm a Utah transplant with Canadian roots. I know too much useless pop culture trivia from the 90s, and I attended Utah Valley University where I met Jordan. Hi, I'm Jordan, and I'm a Beehive State native, amateur skier, and professional teeny bopper with a minor in Taylor Swift. Oh. Yeah, you're a Swifty. You gotta love Taylor. <laughs> yeah, so Jordan, you are a native to the native, land of Utah. Born and raised a Utahonian. Okay, where Utah. where are you from? I'm from Farmington. Nice. I just down the street from good old Lagoon. Yes. And now I'm in Salt Lake, so I I didn't make it very far. (laughs) You went very far. Did Um, you work at Lagoon? No. I had friends that worked there. Uh Um, My mom worked there as a teenager, and she told me not to work there. She warned you. (laughs) Yeah. Don't work at Lagoon. She was like, your bosses are all teenagers. Yeah. Don't do it. But now I always talk about um, what I would do if I owned Lagoon. Oh, nice. And actually, when we do an episode about Lagoon, which we have to. Of course. uh, I'll get into, like, what my, if I owned it, what I would do. You're perfect Yeah, I spent enough hours and summers there. (laughs) I know how to make it better. Nice. But it is pretty cool. And actually, I'm going there on Saturday. (gasps) Nice. For Frightmares. Oh, that's right. So, we're going to go, like, all day with the kids and then take the kids to grandma's, come back for the haunted houses. Oh, awesome. Have you ever done them? I think once many years ago, yeah, I have a low like scare tolerance. Tolerance, <laughs> yes. Like I'm not into haunted houses, which is a really big thing in Utah. Not really into them, right? My aunt came to Utah and she saw like the weird haunted house yeah. thing on the side of the freeway. Oh yes, she's like that is weird. It's terrifying. It was like November when she right. was here. Like, why is that still up? I'm like, it's just all year, all year long. All year it's not long. open all year long, but the scary things but it's are there. there. Like, like, yes, that's not normal, and it it it's isn't. Not. But Utah is just. Kind of not normal. Yeah. <laughs> we like being scared, I guess. Yes. Um, anyway, you are from, well, you have a couple, you've lived a couple yeah. different places. Well, I was born in the great city of Provo, Utah. <laughs> Provo. Provo, shout out. <laughs> um, but I don't remember any of that. I was raised in Canada. In Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, mm-hmm. to be specific. Yeah. Should we sing O Canada? <laughs> That's all I know. Do you That's know what, it? Oh, yeah, I know You know it. the whole thing? I, yeah. I lived there till I was about 15, and my family moved back to Utah, and pretty much been here since. I've mostly been in Utah You're County. Mostly. Oh, right. So, I'm representing Utah County. Woo-hoo-hoo. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> um, but now, I live in... South Jordan, and yeah. Loving it? Loving it. Loving it. Okay, good. One thing I have always loved about Utah is the quirkiness of it. Yes. And just the weird facts about it. Yeah. I think every state has, like, interesting facts, but yep. I think Utah, like, it's tied to Hollywood. Yep. It's tied to, like, the great, like, 
the West. Yeah. The Oh, there's so many things. And and then obviously the Mormon pioneers coming here and then like how we like finally became a state and there's yep. just so many weird yeah. cool things. Yeah. Um I think this podcast kind of, you know, came about of just all the really quirky things yes. about Utah. And to celebrate them. Yeah. Because it's and, interesting yeah. and weird and fun and cool. I mean, Utah has the mountains. It has the desert. It has snow. A giant salt lake. It's a giant, really <laughs> like, salty what? pool of water. Of water that is kind of useless. I'm sure there, there's something you can get out of the salt lake. Salt. I just learned yes. recently that we'll have to talk about. There is a specific area... By Farmington Bay, I'm pretty sure yeah. that there's a sp- uh, natural spring water that comes oh my up. Gosh. And in this little area, people have left their tropical fish, including <gasps> sharks. And they can survive okay. if they're by this spring. That I don't know insane. for how long. I don't know if there's like, but if they're still there. They found, yeah, at one point they found a shark, like beached. What? And they were like, how did it get here? Oh my gosh. And then they like saw other tropical yeah, fish. See? Weird. We're gonna have to dive into cool that. things. Literally, dive <laughs> <into>. <laughs> yep. Um, but anyway, our first episode, our first pick had to be had to be the infamous Butch Cassidy, like the coolest outlaw, and yeah. he was played in the movie by the beautiful Paul, Paul Newman. Newman. <laughs> Paul Newman and oh, Robert man. Redford. Okay. Sarah gave me this homework. I was like, how do you want me to prepare? This is kind of her episode. Yeah. This is her topic. How do you want me to prepare? She said, watch Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. And I have seen it before. But yeah. it's been a while. And, like, heartthrobs. They're kind of dreamy. Like, like move over Brad Pitt. Robert Redford right? like, like, was the original. He was. I've said that many times. Like, I just said that to my husband while we were watching this. I was like, Brad Pitt. They had, like, the same haircut. They had the same Everything. Yeah, he totally. It's nuts. I'm sure when Brad Pitt was younger, that's what everyone was saying. Like, yes. like Thelma and Louise. Well, was it Thelma and Louise. Yes, Thelma and Louise. I'm but sure like, that's what people were. A talking. river runs through it. Yes. Didn't Robert Redford do the voiceover for that movie? I think. Anyways, so. he has something had a part in it. But yes, I think that every time I see Robert Redford, I'm like, oh, that's like Brad are they Pitt's related? Father. Yeah, it has yeah. to be. I'm gonna start that rumor. <laughs> um. Okay, so let's dive right in. Who is Butch Cassidy? Okay. Where, why is he famous and he's, um, he's a Utah. That's the cool thing about Utah, though, is, like, every Western movie you watch, you see, like, Monument Valley. Yes. The Red Rocks. And you're like, oh, that's Utah. I'm gonna make a connection there. I'm gonna claim yeah. that. Which it's makes sense why, like, so many movies are filmed here. Yes, like exactly. Like you said, we have so many different, like, climates. Yes. Um, but, like, if you're going to film a Western, like, I know. it's got to be You're here. going to Monument Valley. You're going to Southern Utah. Yeah. Uh, but it is interesting to think about, like, Utah has real ties to the Wild West, to the Old West, you know? Yeah. Just kind of weird to think about. Especially when you watch the movie, you're like, oh, that happened here. Yeah, you yeah. Know, like, it's not just, like, a set or no. they just, like, let's, let's find a place that looks like, yes. you know... Europe and, or something. It yeah. actually was here. And it's probably wondering why we're not doing Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Because Butch Cassidy was born in Utah. Sundance Kid is from like Pennsylvania or something. So he's the from focus, like Jersey. Yeah. Jersey. 
we don't need. Yeah, he is from the (laughs) the Jersey Shore. He talks about it in the movie. Um, So that's why we're just doing Butch Cassidy. And I'm going to be honest, I kind of like the name Butch Cassidy. It's cute. It's kind of cute. But his real name is Robert Leroy Parker. Robert. Robert. Good old Rob. I know. Robbie. Robbie Parker. You know, Robbie Parker. Robbie. Oh. But I will say I like Butch Cassidy a little bit better. And I'm going to put this disclaimer out also that I don't believe about 50% of the things I read because (laughs) I feel like it was all like hearsay or speculation and probably like flat out lies because of the time period and the line of work, you know, like right, when you're right. an outlaw, it's kind of like, oh, did you hear that this happened? And Right. Word and, spreads. Yes. Rumors get and around. so a lot of the facts in quotes, you know, I don't really <laughs> take as facts, but all very interesting nonetheless. There was a lot of mixed stories and stuff like that, which is, I'm assuming is just common for that time period. For sure. I think my favorite part of the movie, though, in relation to that, is where it says at the very beginning, most of what follows is true, which is essentially how I felt, like, researching it all. I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah. You get, like, a a general feel, idea about him. And there's probably a lot of embellishment, Um, but I think some of it is very true also. Well, what did you think about the movie? I really liked it. I, um... You never know about – sometimes movies made in, like, this – I mean, this was made in 69. Yeah. So, like, late 60s, yeah. 70s are kind of long and drawn out. And yeah. I felt like this one was, like, really um, – like, captured my attention the whole time. Yeah. There was, like, yeah. a lot of, you know, action, and then they were, like, kind of on the run from some people for a while. Right. And it was, like – They was were pretty following intense. them through yeah. – Yeah. Like, tracking them. Yeah. So all of that was really cool. Yeah. I um I liked the um like humor between Sundance yeah. and Butch. And yeah. I wondered like how much of that was like accurate of right. just like um like Sundance really kinda did whatever Butch did. Yeah. It seemed like. And like he was kind of like a kid, like called him a kid, he was younger. Yeah. He, was he was younger. But he was like the the one that knew how to use a gun and Butch yeah. was a little bit more of like the brains and like the talker and could sweet talk people yeah. and um it's so it's it was so like what I pictured the Wild West to be and right. how it's been portrayed in Hollywood and like you know the old John Wayne movies that I've seen yeah um but then yeah just being like oh wait this is like a real person this really happened yeah that was really cool there were a few things in the movie that I was like what like the Butch taking um Etta Etta on the bike oh yeah I was like are they both in love with her. I, like that is that Hollywood? I, see, or I think that... that's kind of Hollywood embellished. Yeah, but like the whole raindrops keep falling on my head, like bike sequence. Yes. I was like, oh my gosh! As this soon is as that so... music started playing, I was like, okay, yes. we're in the seventies. <laughs> I'm like, her hair and makeup yes. is so seventies, and so, same with them, you know. Yeah, it was great, but I thought that scene was probably the funniest. That was so. That was great. There was a little montage too. I'm trying to remember, like where it was just all like photos and going to Coney Island. Oh, yeah. There was, yeah. Okay. So it was the montage. Yeah, exactly. Where they went to, they went to New York. I thought that was like so cute and kind of corny. And then like the music didn't really, they didn't really have, yeah. they only had like two songs in the whole movie. Yeah. There so was it was a like lot a lot of quiet. It was a yeah. weird like transition. Yes. Anyway, but it was, it was cute. Yeah. 
And the ending is pretty awesomely dramatic. Yes. Where they, like, just come out swinging. Yes. Shooting. They don't think, I don't know if they, they, they didn't seem to realize they were completely surrounded. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, I yeah. guess they, they kind of knew, but it was but like. But, like, how, like, more and more people yes. just kept coming that you're like, there. okay, they're doomed. Yeah. But that they just, like, ran out. Yeah. Swinging. Yeah. But, yeah, I can watch Paul Newman. And Robert Red, a young Robert Redford. Yes. I mean, no offense to <laughs> current Robert Redford. But they're just very handsome yes. gentlemen. Have you seen The Sting? Yes. So good. Right? I need to go back and watch it. It's I know. been a while, but it's so good. It's I just, such a good movie. I don't know if there is a better duo of the two. I know. I mean, I kept so thinking great. of George Clooney and... Yes. And oh, and Brad Pitt, Brad right? Pitt from Ocean. Yes, exactly. But even still, yeah. such a great pair. And then you can go to the grocery store. And see Newman's own. Always. The, always. Like, you can always see Paul Newman <laughs> if you really want to. His uh, sesame ginger oh, dressing really? is really good. Okay. Yeah. Noted. Yep. Um, yes. So, I'll take it back to the beginning of our, our friend Robbie. I want to just refer to Ms. Butch Cassidy instead of Robert Leroy Parker this whole time, so I'm just going to tell you that. Cool. But he was born April 13th. 1866 in, do you have any idea what Utah town? Tree Oh, no. (laughs) He was born in Beaver, Utah. Beaver. Yeah. Cute. I don't know if you've ever noticed, like, driving down to St. George, that there's, like, a sign that says Butch Cassidy's Childhood Home. No. I've seen that, and before today, had very little interest in going, but now. We gotta go. We gotta go. Very cool. But he grew up near Circleville, okay. which is just outside of, just east of Beaver. Okay. He was the oldest of 13 children. Wow. Think about that. Wow. 13. That's a lot of weight on your shoulders That's to be the oldest. a lot. Yes. He was the oldest. Okay. So his parents were Mormon pioneers who came over from England and settled in southern Utah. Wow. A um, few different stories about how... He became a criminal <laughs> or came into yes. criminal activity. Yes. Um, but there's a story of him. How old was he? I think he was maybe like 18. And he went to a shop to buy some clothes and they were closed. And he broke in, <laughs> stole some clothes, ate some pie. Oh, sure. Right. Of course they'd have a pie. Yeah. Delicious. It's a, it's a clothing store. Um, and then he left a note saying he'd be back to pay for them. The store owner pressed charges, and apparently this opened the floodgates. Of his criminal life. Of his criminal life, his his future. But he also, around this time, started hanging out with a, quote, shady local rancher Ooh. named Mike Cassidy. Shady. Oh. Which is where he got his name. Got the Cassidy. Love it. Um. Those shady ranchers. So that shady rancher, I'm guessing, was just a terrible influence on him. (laughs) My. Drug him down. Um, And then he went out to Telluride, Colorado, for a little while and worked on some ranches. He was accused of stealing horses. Oh. He spent a little time in jail. (laughs) For the horses? I think for the horses. Okay. He spent 18 months in jail for stealing a horse. Um. Decided it was worth it. <laughs> it was totally worth it. <laughs> Gonna do it again. Um, yeah, exactly. But I think 
I think it was shortly after he got out of jail is when he met the Sundance Kid. But we'll get to that in a second. (laughs) But his first bank robbery was in June of 1889. So he was like 23. Okay. You know. He's seasoned now. He's he's, he's probably done he's a couple a like little yeah like yeah uh, that we don't know about. I'm yes. he practiced. So with a few friends of his, he they <laughs> robbed a bank in Telluride, Colorado. They stole twenty one thousand dollars. Wow. Which in today today's dollars is approximately five hundred and eighty six thousand <gasps> no! dollars. That's a house. That's. <laughs> They just stole a house. <laughs> like, literally like, right? ran out of the bank with the house. So, that robbery led them to hiding in a place called Robber's Roost, which is in southern Utah, and was one of the two main hideouts. So, there's Robber's Roost, and then there's Hole in the Wall, which is in Wyoming. Okay. But the thing about these places is that both of them kind of had where you could hide out, and you could also see very easily if anyone was coming up okay. to it. You had a good, like, view. Yes. Okay. And so, as far as I know, they had, like, cabins and stuff up there. They had food. They had ammo. It was always well supplied. But these were the two places that they would hang out. And Butch Cassidy started the gang, the Wild Bunch, is what it's called. But they, yeah... They came and went from these both these locations, and they were well-stocked. Um, so the Wild Bunch was led by Butch Cassidy, and it consisted of his bestie, William Ellsworth Elsie Lay. So, side note, okay. Sundance was not, like, they weren't really tight. Oh. Which, obviously, it comes across that way in the movie. Right. But Elsie Lay was kind of his... He was super tight with him. Okay. So, Elsie Lay, Harry Longabaugh, who is the Sundance Kid. Longabaugh. Yep. Ben Kilpatrick, who is also known as the Tall Texan. Uh, Will News Carver. Camilla Deaf Charlie Hanks. These names are amazing. Hold on. What would be your Western name? Oh, I don't know. Is I know there I like a website I know, I know. <laughs> where you can like find your outlaw not, name? Because I kind of want one. Now. What would be your outlaw name? Oh my gosh! Like uh... I don't know. I don't even know. Jordan Swifty. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> Swifty something Blaze. You'd have to have Blaze in your name. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because your last name. Okay. Okay. We'll come back. Yeah. We keep going. We might need to come back to that. Um, so Camilla, Deaf Charlie Hanks, which Deaf Charlie, I don't even know where that came from, but Def it sounds Charlie, kind of awesome. Yeah. No, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Laura Bullion. I'm probably saying people's names wrong also. Uh, George Flatnose Curry, Harvey Kid Curry Logan, not related <laughs> Love it. And Bob Meeks, which he doesn't have a cool name, Bob. apparently. I kind of like that there's a couple ladies in there, though. Yeah. Because they only let a few women into yeah, the hideouts and stuff like that. Were, like, was their job to, like, do girl stuff? Or was their job I to think, think they, they could, like, they, could they shoot They played stuff? a part. Because you know how, like, in the movie, Etta kind of helps. That's true, yeah. She's not in this group, then. but, like, I think some of the ladies did... Did their part in some of these. Yeah. 
how to ride a horse, yeah. how to shoot a gun. And to help out. I think sometimes it was a good distraction, maybe, to have... Like, people don't suspect the women right. quite as much as the men back then. Totally. Put on a bonnet. Yeah. People I mean, trust you. Put all that money up there. <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to look up money in your, in your bonnet. bonnet. <laughs> Touch my bonnet. Don't hands off my bonnet. <laughs> um, so, they're called the Wild Bunch, but then there's... Oh, this is going to get slightly confusing, but... There's the hole-in-the-wall gang. So there's the hole-in-the-wall hideout. And the gang consists of all the different gangs okay. that meet up there. Okay. So the wild like bunch the is part of that. Of the, yes. Okay. But as far as I am aware, the wild bunch were the only people that used robber's roost in southern Utah. Okay. I could be wrong. Okay. But. So they were like hole-in-the-wall Utah edition. Yes. Okay. Got yes. it. Yes. So, um, the Wild Bunch just started robbing banks, robbing trains, like you do, as we saw in the movie. Yeah. Um, and they'd also rob like payroll from mines, because Utah, this area, the mountains, they have a lot of mines, and so they would get in there and steal from the payroll. Um, so in the movie, you know, they do that train robbery they explode that whole car yeah and like this posse think about you have a horse and you're like see that train i'm gonna stop that i'm gonna stop that entire train and i'm gonna rob it and i'm gonna take all their money in the movie they jumped on top of the train yeah and then jumped 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 into where the driver was oh yeah and i don't know but i don't know if that's it. how they really did but it but then they but... set it up they have people waiting yeah they know where it's gonna stop right but like, holy! But their their only getaway, like they deserve is a that horse. money. <laughs> they worked After hard all that work for the money. <laughs> After Dude, all you're that gonna work. jump on a moving train in cowboy boots, yeah, in tight pants. Maybe they didn't have tight pants. <laughs> Maybe you can't Run, ride and jump. Not... <laughs> Go like seriously. That takes a lot of work and guts. And guts. but these were gutsy guys. And like now, people just like do it virtually. <laughs> Don't even have to they just steal your bitcoins yes. while you're sleeping. Yes. Yeah. Lazy. Lazy. Okay. So, in the movie, this, like, giant, giant, like, six-man posse comes out of this other train that's coming. Yes. And, like, is hot on their heels for, like, days. Yes. Which was really it intense. Was intense. They were tracking them. Yes, because they had a Native American tracker who somehow... Yes. Totally PC. Could totally find them. I, well... Yes. Also, very. I wonder if it was accurate. I don't know. You know what? There was absolutely no mention of a Native <laughs> American tracker. But um, what actually happened, because something similar happened, it was not what quite as was depicted beautiful the as the movie. But the head of the Union Pacific Railroad, who they talked about, because they had kind stolen of. from them a couple yes. times. So E. H. Harriman was his name. So he hired. The Pinkerton National Detective Agency out of Chicago. Side note, they are still an agency today. Wow. Which is nuts. They've been around since like the Civil War. Wait, is Harriman the city named after Harriman? It's not. Okay. Just... I looked that up because oh. I was very curious. I was like, I don't, I don't hear that name often. No, I know, but, and they could be related. I don't know. Okay, okay. But it was a different Harriman. Okay, so the Chicago um, people. So are Pinkerton still there. is. 
the agency. Very cool. Um, and so the detective who was hired, his name was Charlie Seringo. He worked on the case for four years, like undercover. He had like aliases. So he said like Butch Cassidy was one of the most hardened criminals he had ever come across. And he'd done other work um, with the agency. Um, and over the years, he arrested some of the Wild Bunch. But never Butch Cassidy or Sundance. Oh, wow. Um, but during all that, with the agency, like, chasing after them, Butch and Sundance decided it was time to leave the West and head to Bolivia. Like you do. South America. Bolivia. So I, I, I find this very odd. Um, Bolivia. Why, I don't yeah, even why know, there? like, where that came Maybe from. Maybe it was, like, in vogue at the time. Yeah. And people were talking about it a lot. And they just, Maybe it like, was, like, come to Bolivia. It. Yeah. There's jobs here. Yeah. Like, the <laughs> Bolivia uh, travel yes. agency. The, yes. Like, the Chamber please. of Commerce, yes. Commerce from Bolivia. Had commercials. <laughs> pitching it hard in yeah. America. Okay. They go um, to Bolivia. Yeah. I really don't know. But, just who's going? Well, so, Butch Sundance and Etta Place... So, Etta is Sundance's girlfriend, wife. I don't think it was ever the public couldn't, like, get married, but... Yeah. I don't think they... I think sometimes she claimed she was his wife, and sometimes not. I mean, if you're an outlaw, you're not really going to be like, let's legally... Let's legally bind ourselves. Yeah, exactly. Do anything. Do legally. anything legally, no. Okay. So, they fled to New York, which, again, there's a lovely montage in the movie <laughs> of them at Coney Island, and taking photos he went yeah. home but there is actually i don't maybe one of the only photos of etta is with sundance in new york oh wow so i'll have to post some of these photos on social media so people can see very cool um but they went from new york and actually went to buenos aires oh. argentina and probably pronouncing that with the worst accent I ever I'm, i don't know but I'm not going to go. But so they left in February of 1901. Okay. So the movie does not mention Argentina at all. Right. It just goes straight to Bolivia. Right. I mean, they had so much to cover in an hour. <laughs> yes, and you have minutes. to edit. <laughs> and so they edited Argentina out. But it was a big part of their story. Like they went to Argentina, they like bought a ranch. With a little cabin in Patagonia. This is, like, again, this is all very strange yeah. to me. Like, none of it really makes sense. But they were just, like, ranchers for a while. Inter the three of them. Yeah. Like, no crime. They right. were just ranching in Patagonia. Interesting. And in the movie, they talk about just becoming ranchers. Yes. And yes. then they don't. I mean. Right. But then they also talked about, so... And I don't know if this happened in real life, but someone from like the Chicago police or yes. whatever, whatever investigator, yeah, followed them. Uh -huh. So they were like, "We're not gonna do anything. We don't want him to find find us. So yeah. we're not. We're gonna like live straight. We're gonna be. Yeah. We're said. gonna go straight. We're gonna go straight. <laughs> yeah. which I love that phrase. Yeah. So they went straight. Yes. And they, and it. Well, anyway. And then in yeah. the movie, eventually they were caught. But I'm get maybe that's what they were doing. Yeah. Maybe. They were like, we gotta hide yeah, for a while. That's the thing is, like, there's just not a lot of info. Yeah. Because it's not like they, weren't they were journaling. Yes. <laughs> there's no 
no first person narrative yeah. from any of they these. They weren't vlogging people. about their no. time in. No blogs. Dang. No stories. Insta stories. They were just ranchers for a while, and I guess that got boring because they held up a couple banks. I'm, I'm going to say a couple banks because I cannot pronounce the names of these banks without completely slaughtering them. <laughs> but one was in Buenos Aires in December 1904, and then the other one was near Patagonia in February of 1905. Okay. So they got there in 1901, hung out for like almost four years. Yeah. Three years. <laughs> three years. And then decided we need to commit some more crimes. <laughs> um, but also keep in mind that in Argentina, they don't know who Butch Cassidy and Sundance are. Right, right. So, like, there's these reports of these, like, two Americans or two English-speaking guys committing these crimes. Right. They just don't know. They don't connect the dots. Yeah, there's obviously. Not, yeah. Um, but meanwhile, the Pinkerton detectives are in South America, so they've tracked them, like, in the movie. Right, okay. So, they're waiting in Argentina for the weather to warm up before they move in on their ranch, but they get tipped off, and they go to Chile. Oh, right. Yeah, so they went to Chile, and then once they were in Chile, Etta, like, you know, in the movie, she's like, I'm out. Yeah. So, that's where she leaves. Okay. In 1906. So she was around for those robberies. But then 1906, she's like, I'm out of here. This is what's also weird. Sundance takes her to San Francisco. Oh. Like, he goes with her. But then he comes back. Oh, wow. And, like, that's it. That's all they've ever seen of each other. So, kind of similar what happened in the movie. She's like, I don't want to do this anymore. She's out of there. So they go from Chile to Bolivia, where they... You know. They went straight. They went straight. Yeah. So they went to Bolivia to go straight. And they were working under aliases at the Concordia Tin Mine in 1907. But, oh, man. So this is mostly in the movie, too. Okay. Where about, like, a year later, some couriers who were taking the payroll for a silver mine were held up by, quote, two masked American bandits. Hmm. Um. And then they were caught up with when someone noticed the brand of the tin mine on one of the mules that they had. Okay. So in the movie, it's that little kid. He's like, what? And then he goes and tells right, somebody. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, the officials. And so the authorities come to arrest them. They're held up in this, I think, where they were staying. Um, and they start shooting first. And basically, gunfight happens. The authorities hear these screams and gunshots from inside the house. Okay. So they go in to see these two men that are wounded pretty badly, and they both have gunshots to their head. So what they think happened, the theory is that Butch shot Sundance to, like, put him out of his misery. Oh. And then shot himself. Oh. So, unfortunately, there's no, like, heroic shootout at the end right, right, right. of the movie. Um, but the other thing is, no one knows for sure if that was if Butch Cassidy they... and Sundance. Oh. Like, it probably is. It could be. But there was this claim that one of the robberies, there was an unknown male associate um, who helped them. And so... 
I mean, I guess there's a decent chance that he could have been one of them. Um, and so they were buried there, though. Like, you can visit the grave the site. Because, like, once they figured out who it was. Right. They, Marked him. There's and... a grave site in San Vicente, Bolivia you can go visit. But what's also crazy. <laughs> Here's some crazy on top of your crazy. Yeah. Um, what happened after is there were all these claims that people had seen Butch Cassidy. Like in America. Okay. After all this happened. Like one person said that they met up, they saw Butch Cassidy and he said he was in Paris and got plastic surgery on his face to make him look different there were stories of him returning to circleville utah to see his family and then dying later in nevada people in wyoming said they saw him drive into town on a model t ford on in a model t ford in like 1924 so like what is going on yeah and then his sister lula parker bettinson wrote a book called Butch Cassidy, my brother. And she full on talks about him coming home and seeing the family and he lived his life in the Northwest and he died in 1937. She's like refused to say where he was buried. Like the family knew, but they're not telling anyone because it would be too much of a big deal. Yeah. But there's also a very important side note from you about Lula Parker Bettinson, his well, sister. Exactly. Okay. So I claimed to be related to Butch Cassidy. Not really, like, yeah. out loud. But I knew there was some sort of connection. Yeah. But I didn't know what it was. So you told me you wanted to do Butch Cassidy. I'm like, yes. I got to find out. And I know, I was like, I think I'm somehow connected to Butch Cassidy or the Sundance Kid. I don't know. One right. of them. Right. Yes. So. You told me you were doing this um, episode, so I texted my grandmother, like you do. Nice. And I was like, did we, did someone marry Butch Cassidy? Or like, how right. did, how are we uh, connected? So, she, uh, my grandma told me, and I fact-checked this on Ancestry.com. Nice. So, I went on my family tree. Yeah. And I found the Bettinson family. So, uh, Lula Leroy Parker. Yes. Married my great great grandmother's brother whoa so eva claire bettinson is my great great grandma her brother joseph adelbert adelbert i don't know how to say that bettinson married lula and so i'm not blood related yeah but by marriage but by marriage that's crazy and they had some kids and um my grandma also told me she believes, and I didn't check this, she believes Lula was invited to New York for the premiere of the movie. Oh, yeah. And got to meet yeah. everyone. Did you? Well, I read, okay, because so she wrote that book, Butch Casting My Brother. Yes. Her great-grandson wrote a book called Butch Casting My Uncle, <laughs> but he talks about when he was like three or four going to see a screening of... Butch casting the Sundance Kid before it came out. Oh, very cool. So I don't know. I just yeah. briefly read so that. So I don't were, know. Yeah, but it could to, have been. In I don't New know. York. She, I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know if that if she got to yeah. go to the premiere, but that's what my grandmother believed. And um, my so then my grandma's mother, so my great grandma, she at one point got to spend got to stay that with them with Lula oh, yeah. and her uh, uncle. Um, right. Let, 
I'm, I'm getting all confused. Her uncle or her yes. great uncle, Joseph. Anyway, she stayed with them. And then I guess when she got home, her family was like, did you find out? Like where Butch was, nice. was, yeah, buried. was buried. And um, my great grandma was like, no, I didn't ask. Like I'm not going <laughs> to like figure that She's out. Like, I'm good. Yeah. So anyway, that was a funny um, kind of a cool connection. That is crazy. I wish it was like blood related. That's okay. You know what? take it yeah <laughs> but like after all that i'm kind of like i don't i don't think he died in bolivia right why would she like no why would she lie about that, that or and like write a book i really want to read her book now. i know and i tried to find it it's really hard to find is it like it's not on amazon and it was not at my local library salt lake county library come on okay we gotta but find it you can get her great grandson's book Okay. But I kind of want to read her book. Should I write a book? Like my, my great, 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 great uncle's aunt's bro- uh, brother. <laughs> yep. You should. Somehow connected. <laughs> yes. Butch Cassidy. Yes. My great, great uncle's. I mean, my great, great grandmother's <laughs> My five uncle's times great. Yeah. Wife's brother. Yeah. Um, I think you should. Very cool. But yeah, I don't, I'm going to say I don't think he died in Bolivia. Yeah, if everyone saw him around here and... Too many um, witnesses. Yeah, and also, like, yeah, the sister, and if they, if she, they claim they have a gravesite for him and all of that. Yeah, and um, they did do some, as far as I know, some excavating of bones in Bolivia, and they could not find a DNA match. Oh. So makes it more interesting yes and if you think about like all these little gangs that were happening especially like the uh hole in the wall gang yeah there were a lot of americans that probably had to be on the run yes and maybe went to bolivia because apparently yeah it was maybe the place that was to be. The place to and so it could have been someone else yeah i like the story of him coming back yes settling down yeah being you know under an alias yep. um but that's just crazy i wonder do you know if did it talk about any of his siblings? Did you ever come across any of his siblings uh, getting into the same line of work? I didn't, which was kind of interesting. Yeah. 13 kids. You think, like, yeah. one other one come would on. join. At least. Maybe he, like, couldn't come home and, and recruit them. They Maybe were... they were just all really good Mormons. And he was, like, the black sheep. <laughs> like, we are not talking to him. They're like, no, this isn't happening. So... The rest of you are staying home. <laughs> You're not, you're not cut to out BYU. for this work. Yeah. <laughs> you're not cut out for this. You're not. He would have been a UVer. Oh, he's so, well, like a UVSer. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> great, great. Oh, but what's kind of cool, if you're interested in visiting any locations yeah. um, tied to Butch Cassidy, you can go, like I said, to his childhood home in Circleville, Utah. <laughs> there is also, this is probably my favorite, there's a Best Western Butch Cassidy Inn oh. in Beaver, Utah. Of course. So basically, it's just a Best Western. <laughs> with his name. With Butch Cassidy's name on it. He hates that. So, you know, get get the real feel for the Old West in I mean, it's really Best the, Western. The, probably the, the only thing that Beaver, Utah can be I know. It's of. kind of their claim to fame, probably. I mean, it's a good one. Yeah. And there used to be a Butch Cassidy, like, motel and restaurant. But as far as I could tell, and that one was a little more rustic, shall we say. 
But as far as I can tell, it's closed. Okay. I couldn't quite grab or find out if it was still open or not. But there is a Butch Cassidy Museum in Montpelier, Idaho. I'm pretty sure I said that Montpelier. wrong. Montpelier, Idaho. I'm not totally sure I have sure no either. idea. Which is just up near Bear Lake, Utah. Yeah. Um, you can visit the Butch and Sundance Cabin in Patagonia. Ooh. Apparently is, is still standing if you would like to make that journey south. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. That's cool. Um, and you can visit the grave in Bolivia while you're down there in South America. You can visit Robber's Roost in southern Utah. It's near Hanksville, which I'm not exactly sure where that is. Neither. But there's a Robber's Roost Canyon. Um and, but if you're driving there, you're going to need, like, the all-terrain type vehicles. But apparently there's, like, a stone fireplace that is all that's left of the hideout. But oh, it's, wow. like, red rock, like, stone fireplace. Kind of cool. Yeah. Still there. Yeah. Um, you can also hike to Hole in the Wall, Wyoming, if you really want to. And you can visit, like, sites from the movie. The Hole in the Wall scenes from the movie were filmed in Grafton, Utah, which is... Six miles west of Springdale. A lot of it was in Zion National Park. Um, and then the face-off at the beginning of the movie for leadership with that really big guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was filmed in Cave Valley in the Kolob part of the park. Okay. So there are little places cool. you can go. I did recognize Zion. And then yes. I looked it up and I'm like, where are all these places? And I, yeah. that's really the only one that I have been to that yeah. I new but yeah so it's kind of cool so cool yeah like the the robber's roost thing seems kind of cool i think it's like hard to find though because it was never like marked and there's no like clear trails there or anything but right people have found it which is kind of cool that is cool but i think it's also funny how all of it is kind of glorified now yeah it's like come to Butch Cassidy. Yeah, why do we, like, love the outlaws? He stole from people. Well, because I think, legit, they were, like, charming. Yeah. Like, it has been said, like, Butch Cassidy was a charming guy. Right, right. And so, and I think a lot of people helped them out because they were so scared of the alternative. And so, like, you kind of were friends with them. <laughs> like, it's just kind you, of You didn't really interesting... know if you were friends Yeah, anywhere. but you're like, I'll help you out because I don't want you to steal from me. Also, like, I mean... They were celebrities. They were kind of the first celebrities, yeah. right? Because unless you were, like, a politician, yeah. I mean, it was probably, they didn't really have celebrities. Right. I'm, I, I'm yeah. not a historian, but, but you I'm made, It of, made the papers, yeah. you know? Like, people read about it, and it was... It's like, oh my gosh, he came to my city. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. And, like, now, it's like, like, in somewhere in Idaho, it's like, come to this bank. It was robbed by Butch Cassidy. <laughs> it's like, oh... Okay. Okay, great. I mean, but I'm going, I'll probably go. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you you, you want to see, like, that history. and Even I though it know. kind of is dark. Yeah. Ish. Did they talk about how many people they had to axe I, while they were... I didn't see, like, a number. But I in the movie, he talks about, like, I've never killed a man. Yeah. I think that was all lies. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like... Wait, yeah. and at Hollywood does that too. They yes. want you to have a superhero that doesn't actually yes. kill anyone. You're like, oh my gosh, this bad guy is good. Would be a lovely tale, but and Paul Newman. How do but you, yeah. yeah, how do you do that? And yeah, the Wild West man. No, every man for themselves. Yeah, awesome. That's what I learned. That was great. It was really interesting. 
Thank you, Sarah, for putting this episode together. You are so welcome. I hope everyone enjoyed learning a little bit about our most famous outlaw, Butch Cassidy. Thank you guys so much for listening. You can find us on Instagram at Utah Famous. You can find us on Twitter at Utah Famous Pod. We are also on Facebook and we have a website, utahfamous.com. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye.